This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race trying to keep up with the pace by space round cram everybody is jamming 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 for a better life a better way of living in the meantime simple things we forgetting like how to say good morning morning neighbor morning Good morning, neighbors. One more time, just for good luck. Good morning, neighbors. Seven minutes after the hour of eight o'clock. Thank you so much to Champlain Auto Services for powering our eight o'clock news. Brave, check them out there on the Eastern Main Road, right there in Champlain. Oh yeah, you knew that. All right, stuck in traffic. Need to get something done in your vehicle? Ah, oh, just pull aside one time and just check it out. All right. They'll be happy to. Champlain Auto Services, they also do fleet management, all right? Anything to do with your vehicle inspection as well. They do that. Tint check, alignment, batteries, tires, general repairs. When has to change the oil in your car? In fact, when last did you change your air condition filter? You know, you're supposed to change that every six months. I changed mine yesterday. Oh boy. I just thought the air conditioner wasn't blowing like how it used to. So when I got a filter and I put it in, when I pulled out the old filter, oh boy, it was black. It was black. So you should check that out. 
that you don't take out the filter and leave the car with no filter put in a filter an air conditioned filter usually behind the glove box the glove compartment and change it regularly you see blowing cool all right so you should do that and of course Champlain auto they do that as well yeah. all right of course that uh, nine minutes after the hour of eight o'clock i'll take a quick break get a nice track for you i really try hard to make mommy smile she looked after all of us and was alone all the time but i felt so scared whenever she yelled i hurt myself and wept my bed i told my diary mommy called me stupid and bad one day she saw what i wrote how she made me so sad i'm sorry i hurt you i didn't mean to but i'll listen and talk and always say i love you protect children from emotional abuse a message from the children's authority of trinidad and tobago and the european union united nations spotlight initiative streaming now on your mobile device tablet and desktop Power 102 Digital. Digital. Yeah, we're diamonds in the light. And we're standing side by side. As a shadow crosses mine. What it takes to come
track called We Found Love. All right. 16 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us on the third hour of the Power Breakfast Show on Power 1 Digital. Of course, don't forget to like us and subscribe us. And hit that notification. Apple, hit that notification, all right? And get all our past interviews, including the last one with Priyanka. Um, you can go back and watch it, all right? As we stream on YouTube. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, we're yeah. back. Of course, um, whose birthday is it today that I miss? Whose birthday is this today? Colin Charles. Happy birthday, Colin. Colin is the daughter of my very good friends, Colin and Cheryl Charles. And Anwar Stephen, he is my cousin. He is celebrating his birthday today. Mark Wright, who is an a, a, a engineer, um, sound engineer, he is celebrating his birthday today too. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Amelia Gobadan is also celebrating her birthday today. All right. Hey, yesterday was Sharon Felix's birthday. Happy belated birthday greetings, Sharon Felix. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so of course, um, we have talked about different issues this morning. And of course, I suppose we could open up the line to this point. I just wanted to remind people, of course, that theater is on. You know, when we were talking about all of these issues, like looking for Mr. Bake. We have done so many plays on current issues in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. Looking for Mr. Big was one. Bailout mm -hmm. was another, which was a reference to the Clico um, fiasco when that was a, a trending topic. And and so we did a play called Bailout, which was like a satirical look at that issue. Mm -hmm. um, we have done Scandal, which is a look at the politics of Trinidad and Tobago. But even though we referenced it as the Republic of Tuvalu and Tuvala, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we did, um, you know, the prime minister's speech. We did, we did so many, you know, things that look at the current day affairs in Trinidad and Tobago that mm. so many people would have missed and not have seen, um, you know, commentary on the politics and everyday life in Trinidad and Tobago through the lens of comedy and sometimes through satire. Of course, our next play on would be Ladies' Room. Of course, that has uh, was opened in Napa, and of course, it went to Napa Prima Bowl, where people have loads of fun. And now we're on to Cipriani College this Mother's Day weekend. Just in case you forgot, it is Mother's Day weekend this weekend, and Ladies' Room is in Cipriani College for this Mother's Day weekend. Of course, tickets are on sale at our outlets across the country. Um, in Western Trinidad, it's at K-Squared Fashions in Westmall. I went to K-Squared for the first time over um, on Friday, I think, last week. And I've been saying mm -hmm. K-Squared is on the upper level of Westmall. I was totally wrong. It's not what? on the What? You were wrong? It's on the ground floor. Um, it's on the lower level in Westmall, up, almost opposite optometrist today. That's where K Squared Fashion is. It's from, you know, like if you park on the grass to enter right opposite Hilo, it's pretty much the first store you meet on your left-hand side. Um, K Squared Fashions, they're selling tickets for people in Western Trinidad. I know they're already selling tickets. Um, so that's our Port of Spain area and Western area branch for tickets for Cipriani College. If you're in Central Trinidad, tickets are available at Fens of Marabella in Chagonas, which is on the southern main road in Chagonas, um, you can't miss Friends of Maribel. I also went Friends of Maribel for the first time in Chagonas too. Um, so that's where you can get tickets in the Chagonas area. And I know a lot of Chagonas people come to Cipriani College. If you're in Eastern Trinidad, it starts off, of course, with uh, 
the Pet Butler in Curep. Um, that's where you can get tickets at number one Harris Street in Curep. Um, so you can look up the Pet Butler and they can um, you can get tickets there. You can get tickets in Fence of Marabella, Piaco Plaza. For those of you in the Trincity area, um, I know they're already selling tickets. Um, then you have uh, Jabili Rawi in Tunapuna, next door to Hussain's Roti Shop. That's also a popular venue for tickets for Cipriani College. A lot of people go there. A lot of, lots of UE students also go there. A lot of them come to the theater. I think we have a huge group of students coming to the theater actually this weekend. And of course, in Arima, Alextronics in Arima. And of course, in, in close to Cipriani College, College, sorry, one of our newest venues is Anthony's Florals, which is below China, which is in Val Park Shopping Plaza, just below the, the Val Park Chinese restaurant. Anthony's Florals. That's one of our big outlets to Cipriani College because it's virtually next door. It's like a neighbor to Cipriani College. Anthony's Florals, A-N-T-O-N-I, apostrophe S, Anthony's Florals, right below the Valpark Chinese restaurant in Valpark Shopping Plaza. That's where you can also get tickets um, for the show Ladies' Room this weekend. We are so looking forward to it. Of course, we'll have a couple of rehearsals this week um, as we get ready for Cipriani College this weekend. Guys, what, what event was there over the weekend? Um, where every all the people were dressed in red, and some of the men were in dresses. What what was that event? About? I think that was that that to me was like a hash a hash celebration, isn't it? Wasn't it? I don't where know. One, I just saw what, images of it, and I couldn't follow what it was. I think I think it was a hash thing, but it was a hash um, uh, international event. Mm-hmm. You know, hash people say that they they they, they are runners that have yeah. a have a drinking problem no they're <laughs> drinkers no what they say is that they are they are drinkers who have a running problem a running problem uh-huh. that's what I, that's what hash people say so okay. i think it was like an international hash event where yeah. hashers from other countries and they they meet in a certain country ever, ever mm-hmm. so often and i think Trinidad was the location something oh. like that is what i understood from oh okay all right well that um, explains that yeah um, richard darren is asking me here he said, Richard, is your play PG rated so that I could introduce my 14 and 16 year olds to yeah, local theatre? Teenagers could come to that, man. Sorry? Yes, teenagers could come to that. There you go, Darren. There you go. You can bring the kids along. Well, they ain't kids, but the young ones. All right, you can bring the young ones along. All right, uh, let's get a couple of calls in at 222 Talk, 612 Talk. And of course, toll free North Americans, 866. Five to five, ten ninety-nine. Let's grab a call. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Hey, Sunday. What's happening, Sunday? <laughs> oh God. Hey, all you. Listen to me now. I don't know what is the solution. I really don't know what is the solution. Solution to what? Sunday. Okay. Did he like a credit run out, girl? Yeah, it's on so. Ma- you had to raise your prices in the market. <laughs> it sounds like a dropout. <laughs> I listen, call back. Call back to me. credit run out. You was in a bad reception area, or Steve can't touch something. I didn't touch a thing. I figured he was me. in a bad reception area. Yeah. It sounded so. 
Of course, over the weekend, as Cindy called, uh, that Valencia stretch had another serious accident. And I say, uh, speaking of accidents, I see the Ministry of Works and Transport is not going to put something in place um, for the spot of accidents at the priority bus route and McCoy intersection. Yeah. So they're going to do something there. That, that is a, a very dangerous intersection. I think oh, the, the priority bus route... Um, traffic lights in the Curep Junction yeah. needs to be revisited as well. After we're done with Cindy, we'll revisit that, that, that yeah. McCoy. Go ahead, Cindy. Cindy morning. Yes, good morning again. My phone, mm. um, the vehicle now, I was on the vehicle, um, calm, multimedia. Yes. Bluetooth. These mm -hmm. children and them, I know they have the right. I'm not disregarding that, and I know they need to be, um, they need the right and they need to be protected. But somebody, some of these children and these risky behavior that they involve themselves with, and the parents are clueless on how to deal with them. Because you're speaking to them, you're taking them to people who you feel have a little experience with these things, and they're talking to them, you might tie them by the pastor, you might tie them by somebody for a little counseling and things. And the children still involving themselves in these kind of risky behavior. That is risky for their own life and their parents' life and sometimes their siblings' life. And some young, young 14-year-old and thing. I don't know what's going on, what is happening. And yes, they have the right, and I want to talk about the rights of a child now not to work. I understand that you don't want to be down the child in labor. But sometimes, you know, as a vendor, you have a child as a single parent. And you take the child with you to the market to safeguard the child because you don't have nowhere safe to leave the child. So you're carrying the child not really to work, you know, so that you could do something and still keep an eye on your child. And sometimes people see that and they misinterpret it and they get on like if you're the worst parent to the child. When you're trying your best to bring up your child in a way that they wouldn't go out there, you wouldn't leave them unattended. And they'll be going there lost and following bad company and all kind of things. So, so when you're in the market and a child is there, do some of the market patrons raise the issue? That um, why the child being there? Not yeah. really, because most of the time when you're in the market, most people know everybody. They're selling in that market for years and years, and they know everybody, and they know the situation. They will know well, that is a single mother, if mother and father living together anymore or the father died or you know or what's going on so most of the times they will know the situation and they will have an understanding why the child is coming with you because sometimes you see people with young young suckling babies still in the market and you know babies can't work it's not like if you could baby, put babies to work but it's that you don't have anywhere safe to leave the child mm -hmm. you understand and you feel the safest place for your child is within your arms so yeah, sometimes, you know, they bring a big box, they spread a cloth, a nice sheet in it, so the child will sleep during the day and they will do their thing. And when they head and they will attend to the child, they write on spot. Because right now you don't know who to trust with your children. You don't know where to trust to leave your children. You're afraid to leave them anywhere, even if you have the finances to pay a daycare. You don't know who to leave your children with. You don't know the people background and all kind of thing. So you sometimes feel the safest place for your children is with you. It's not that you want to take them to work, you understand? Who want to mm. take a child to work? Most of the time you're glad to be rid of them. 
You understand? Your head cool every minute. They want something, mommy. They want this, mommy. They want this, mom. You glad to send them to school or leave them somewhere where you feel they safe. But the way how things go in, you don't know where to leave your child. You yeah. understand? So you take them with you for a little safety yeah. and protection. But you see something needs to be done. Some of them 14 and 15 year old feel they're so big. Some of them abusing their own parents. They're cussing them. They're hitting them. Some parents are afraid of the children, you know. They have friends with guns. They're telling them about, oh, um, if they give any trouble, they go out, they light and all kind of strip. And they show them little 14 and 15 year old, you know. You hear what's going on with some of them? So something needs to be done about these children. You just don't know what to do with them because you're talking, talking, talking. You're exposing themselves to all kind of sexual things that they're not supposed to expose themselves to. You're talking, you're pleading, you're pleading. You're bawling, don't beat the child. You're telling you don't arm thing. If you pull them out, you're in problems. If you carry them in the station, some many police they want to hear. You're telling you about, oh, you're the right side of the child and the right side of the child. I agree that the children have to have rights. But they also have to do something about the parents too, because some of them children is terrorized on their parents. They're not easy. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. All the best to you. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Hi, good morning to the panel. Morning. Morning. Wendell, I want to hear some, um, I want to put a, a, a thing to your panel. When you interviewing people like Anisette, Roger, and some of these politicians, Gary Griffith, why you all don't leave a, a, a little 10 minutes for the questions from the public? Because as laymen and things sometimes, we have pertinent questions we, we would like to ask these so, so-called um, leaders. Yeah. For example, you know, if the government does something wrong or they make a mistake or they they call for the head of this one, this one, but oh, and this and that and the other. What about these trade union leaders like um, Roger, like Anizet, like the guy from Nooch, who's nearly 80 years and things. You want to tell me there's no other young person in Nooch that could take over the leadership of Nooch as well as... Mm-hmm. Men and waterfront and all these things. Yeah. I think we need to hear from you by asking them these questions because you also ask them that. You ask yeah. them that. And I, also, I, I, I support that proposal. It's, a, it's not the first time I've, I've said it too, but I. I I am guided, but he, but you're making it public now, so um so I'm sure yeah, the people, people who will make those yeah, decisions. Just one month ago, that one month ago, but what about you when you make your mistakes? I mean, because the reason for that, I'm saying that I heard that he just said that something. How many children he has, grandchildren, and whatnot, and he don't feel he feels that no person should have the child under two years, two to five or two to twelve vaccinated and things. You want to tell me that I have a child? And I must not get my child vaccinated if I so choose. I find that utter nonsense. And also people like Karen Nunes Tishera. Mr. Manning the wrote to the population when he tried to defend Karen Nunes Tishera with this um, remo- removal of she and her family from Fico and things. She should be the last person to come out and play defender of the faith now. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, thanks. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 well, she got in her own licks for that, eh? <laughs> I wouldn't join in it, but she, she, but other people have jumped on it. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, morning, morning. What is the vibe? What is the vibe you weekend, man? Morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did, Mr. Patrick. Yes, sir. Um, saying, I swear you was in Cancun. I was in Cancun. Bacalal, boy. Bacalal, boy. Bacalal. Mele. Hey, yeah, boy. We found out that some picture from my audience. Mele is another word for money, yes? It looked like it was a grand old time in Cancun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but we the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went to go there. My father, I was trying to go there. But I go to New York and meet you and then we go across. But that pandemic thing, I say, I go by. <laughs> yeah, that? Mm. Yeah, but. Mexico, boy. Um, but I see that fly, a flag flying big man. Well, naturally. Yeah. So, so we have a lot of people here. For carnival coming, I mean, them boy advertising, you know? Yeah, yeah them advertising. I think carnival next year will be Ram. Yeah. What is it? 2023. So let me, let me hope that it's no pandemic and this COVID thing because this COVID thing, like it is going away, boy. Like you have to learn to live with it. Yeah. Um, but what I really call for is about this NIS National Insurance Board. I was reading an article with Mr. Manning say, NIS have enough money on. He said they have enough money and there's 65 things they're talking about here. You need to show about that. Who Ready said that? Manning. Patrick Manning? Brian, no, Brian Manning. Brian Manning is talking about them now. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. No, no, I, I hear, I, I saw the article, um, Mr. Patrick, no, I didn't read it, but I saw the article that you're referencing. I think it came out on Sunday or was it yesterday? And Sunday, Sunday. But, yeah, but, but I didn't actually read it, what, what Brian Manning had to say. But, what, but, but judging from what you're saying, it's a little confusing because the Minister of um, Finance, Con Imber, is what very clear, is? is very clear on saying that he's having consultations with... Yes. With the, the unions concerning raising the retirement age of 65. What yeah, confused me even further was Michael Anaset, when we were discussing that issue, was saying that it's not about raising the retirement age per se, but raising the retirement age in terms of when you get benefits from NIS. Mm. So he is saying that NIS right now pays at age 60. And that yeah. the, the raising of the retirement age means for NIS to start paying at 65. Mm-hmm. Which is not right. what I was understanding. I was understanding that they were raising the age of retirement from 60 to 65 so that there are five years more contributions being made. Yeah. Right. But when I was reading that's, the article, that's what I understood from it, but that's not what Mr. Anisette said. When I was reading the article, I get confused because um, how you name saying one thing and brand manager saying another thing and Anisette saying another thing. I was confused with this whole thing. Yeah. So, so they, need to, they need to clear up that, right? Yeah. So what I am not officially confused. What do you say? Right? A lot of people, a lot of people living longer, yes, and a lot of people only making one child, so a lot of people not getting into the system. But 
NIS mismanages a lot of money. You know, they invest a lot of money and they mismanage it. Nice. They have to get back the people money. Mm-hmm. They have to get back. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing that. Nice. All right. But um, in the end of the day, I like you to read after that and you go, you go explain that. Politicians, man, sir. Yeah, we probably try to get Brian Manning on the program. Good yeah. morning, Mr. Mr. Patrick. All right. Thank you. Paul, Paul could work on getting Brian Manning on the program. That's the issue. Yeah. So explain what he what, what, what Mr. Patrick said he read. What did he read? Yeah, we have a call. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I saw what from Duke had a big um following at the, is it the Hyatt? A lot of people. And, you know, when I saw that, I said, wow. I said, if there's one thing Watson Duke show up, he's getting support, it's from his PSA members. Because they have been voted him, voting him back in his three terms, Watson Duke got as PSA president, uh, president of PSA. He met some townhouses up at Long Circular Mall there next by up next door to Flagstaff. Jennifer Batiste Primus, former president, left those townhouses eighty to ninety percent completed. And Watson Duke has the mid office. And all I saw was done to those townhouses. They got some primer on it, because it wasn't painted, some primer, and they put in some windows. Three terms, it's you know. It's interesting you mentioned that. I passed there last week and I just shook my head. Yes. And I, just, I, just, I just shook my head because they're actually falling apart now. That yes. place is a disgrace. Let me tell you, Paul, I am so shocked. Every time I go along Circular Mall and I'm by the cash, I look, over, I look across. And I'm it's watching the these apartments. And I'm saying, but wait. And these PSA members just keep... Imagine I have a friend was waiting to get one. Went on full-out form, retired. She said, because I can't wait on HDC. I mean, and you're going to tell me, oh, you keep putting that man back and not even ask him, what about the townhouses that we... Can I ask you a question? Uh, yes. You sure they put them back? Well, what is that? You sure they put if them I, back, right? If I... No, well, and remember, he demit office. He, he is mean, not the president. Back. But... What is that? You mean he went? You mean he went back, right? Yes, three years he got. Well, now he's a right. politician. So, so, because so because I, he went because mm-hmm. he went back, they put him back. Well, I mean, come you're, on. You're not being sarcastic, I, right? Yeah, I know. But the thing is, I can't understand what are you? No, I remember when SWWTU slash Nuge built some lovely houses up in Valsen there by Kedona. What they call real spring. A friend of mine's got one man house, boss house, better than Diamond Vale. Nice like dawn. And they were daily paid. You know, people just look down at daily paid workers. Daily paid workers is who got those houses. And you trying to tell me monthly paid workers can't even get a townhouse? Are you serious or what's in Duke knows? Any support in Trinidad? He getting it from those PSA members. They like, they, I don't know, that, like they're suffering from battered syndrome. They just <clears throat> keep going back for more. 
I wouldn't use the other word that they put with it, but they're suffering from battered syndrome. They keep going back. What you're getting? These houses, this man take all your money, gone all over the place, gone and bag of money from one bank to the next, and all you keep going back that man, and all you just, whenever all you pass long circle, all you could do is look in and say, Lord, I should have gotten one. Too bad. My next point, mm-hmm. that situation with the child authority. I don't know why we this take so long to act. Paul, Richard, and Steve, could you all remember when three boys escaped from one of the homes somewhere in Valsain? One got killed in Laventil. One of the boys didn't, uh, he, he called some reporter or somebody from a media place and said two security guards, whenever they're on duty, they used to come, they used to bring a vehicle, will come pick them up, I heard that on the that man run that audio that that song that um you know the 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 call the young man made he said and the car used to take them to a hotel now they're not from Port of Spain the boys so they couldn't tell which hotel they were taken to and they pimp them out big men come in and then they bring them back in oh my God you mean to tell me all oh, you didn't carry out a sting operation and. Fa- yeah, and I just wonder. They doesn't watch Law and Order, Chicago PD. We watch yeah, too now, much TV. When yeah. I, what you said, Paul? We watch too much TV. Yeah. No, but when I saw that, when I heard that boy spoke, I say, wait, I am listening to an episode from Law and Order because there was an episode like that. But the only difference was it was girls they were pimping out and not boys. And you'll never in the, So you know what? The boy who did that audio, they probably say, oh, he lying. He lying. I remember the director, the children's authority, keep telling them, come and give yourself up. They were scared because they know they might get killed going back there. And all you know, wake up. Oh, God, you know how much boys get bucked home. Yeah, now this thing that get me so angry because I have a thing with interfering with little children. Lord, thank you, Jesus. I didn't end up at Golden Grove Women Prison when my two sons was going to college. Lord, I'm not taking that. And I have two grandsons. I'm watching them like a hawk because I ain't taking it either. Because this is madness. All you take too long to investigate all right. them children home. Have Thank a you. blessed day. All Bye. Right. Thank you. All did, the best. Did you all see the Trinidadian actress on that? Uh, I think it's an, it's an ABC show who uh, broke into uh, Trini language and a young Caucasian boy was in the car with his parents and apparently the girl's mother used to take care of the boy. Oh, that's Atlanta. Atlanta. And Mm -hmm. she broke into... And the little boy has the Trini Trini, Trini accent down to science. That was Atlanta. The episode was actually called Trini to the Bone. Wonderful. The episode was called Trini to the Bone and it's about (coughs) Nani... Who's Trinidadian? Who's died? Mm-hmm. And and so it was about her funeral. It's it's like a commentary on how children see they their come, nannies basically as their as parents their mm-hmm. because they are more and they become um, culturally aligned to who their nannies are. So even when they went to the funeral, there was a whole dance to Trinity the Bone by David Rudder. Mm-hmm. All of that was in it. Mm-hmm. Right. I the play. So the episode was called Trinity the Bone. Very, very refreshing. All right. We have a call, gentlemen. Good morning. 
Good morning, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. I want to add to I want to add to something Richard was saying earlier about packing the Supreme Court. I think what what President Biden also needs to look at is statehood. Washington D.C. There's no reason why Washington D.C. cannot be a state. There's no reason why Puerto Rico cannot be a state. Well, no you you sound a little cloudy. Could you repeat that, please? Okay, there's cloudy. no reason why why Washington D.C. can't be a state and why. Okay, um, all right. Puerto Rico can't Puerto be, a Rico can be a state. Also, you could look to split California into two. It is big enough by geographical definition that it could become a state and have multiple senators. If that is done, we may be looking at six additional senators, which could swing the balance within the Senate. So a lot of the stuff that goes to the, the Supreme Court could be settled either the lower houses. So I that's interesting. That's an interesting approach. Yes, yes. Yeah, I have actually written something. I've actually written on that to, to the New York Times, and hopefully they'll publish it next week. That I don't know op-ed on that. But that to me is where we really make because the Supreme well, You Court, did the op-ed, obviously. Yes, I did. I was saying. Okay. Well, why? Why don't you um yeah. do some op-eds for us and sign as a contributor, pro bono? I'm serious. I I, we like we like our uh, diversion views, though. Yes, I do a lot about this. That's fine. That's fine. So, so message, message Steve can if if he paying attention. Yeah. If you yeah, sleep, he probably eating doubles. <laughs> you know, I haven't had any. Yeah. But I'm serious. Right, thanks a lot, man. That perspective. To me, that to me is where we need to look, because the Supreme Court. Forgive me for saying it, a bunch of folks who are very ideological. The Republican till the dead, Clarence Thomas, since the day that Anita Hill, I was totally angry at him when what he did to Anita Hill and he got over. He is, he's gone. He's gone. Forgive me for saying it. They are totally biased. So packing the Supreme Court, yes, that could work. But again, the Supreme Court only takes so many cases every year. We need to look at the lower levels. How could we? Why is Puerto Rico not a state? If, if Rhode Island could be a state, and geographically, it is smaller than Puerto Rico. Why can't it be a state? Washington, but do they, do they separate states by population or geographical size? Both. Okay. So, if it's, if it's I'm saying it's Rhode Island, which you could, you could walk over Rhode Island in 20 minutes. It's that small. I mean, I'm, be, I'm being ridiculous, of course. You know, if Rhode Island could be a state, why can't Puerto Rico be a state? Why can't Washington, D.C. be a state? Why is California... So huge. Now I can see the Republicans saying, let's play Texas also. Fine, we can do that. But I'm saying you can get a six to eight additional senators there. And because these, these locations are primarily Democratic, you get additional horsepower. Because and then right someone argued that the well, now government is getting so huge, but it's more accountability. Exactly. And that is what you want. At the end of the day, you want accountability. Okay, yes, it may be getting bigger. I agree with that. Yes, yes, it will. But again, you have lost accountability. Puerto Rico has no voice. Okay, they literally have. Well, that's no for a reason, eh? Of course, it was for a reason. But Puerto Rico can... is a is a is a convenient associate. I'll put it that way. It's convenient for them to say that the U.S. controlling parentheses, but to give Puerto Ricans that kind of um, power is is not something that they um. They, they, they have ever championed either side. And I would argue, there's some things both sides agree on, eh? Yes. Why not now? 
Okay, when 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 that guy was in the president and Puerto Rico had the problems, he saw how he treated them. Okay, he tra- and they went on there throwing out hats and whatever in a very ridiculous way to me, which is humiliating to people. You know, we need. Why can't Washington D.C. be a state? Why not? Yes, it's the District of Columbia, yeah. the nation's capital. Okay, and had that been a state, what Abbott did recently when he busloads folks from Texas to Washington D.C. could not have done it. Because he would have had to have dealt with a governor to governor, and he made that would not have been allowed. So I'm just saying that we need, I'll, I'll send you guys the update. We need to look at not only fixing this packing the Supreme Court, which I agree with, but we also need to look at the law level. And I also introduced that the Supreme Court judges, they should have a tenure, not for life. Not for life. Why am I giving someone in their 40s a tenure to last until they age 100? That, that's a form of accountability to it because if people have to, so you you saying like a twenty year term with no option for renewal, right? Whatever. T equal X. T equal X to the argument. Whether I'm not I'm not, I'm not specifying a term. Let's say T equal to X. Time is equal to X. I'm saying so till, give till them 70. a term. Give them a term, okay? Give them a term, and if you want to bring them back after as advisors. You know, if you want that, to bring that, that opens the door to pandering to political directorates to get back in. Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if and, and, and that's that's that. problematic. Of course it is. But I'm saying to you, my first thing is give them a term limit. Why don't they have a term limit? Ruth died. Ruth, I love her to death. Phenomenal justice. She died in the job. I mean, the only other person I know who's spoken about dying in the job and, is Basio Pandey. And in addition to dying in the job, sometimes they're not compassmentists when they're in the last stages of the, the job. Eh? But look at it. That is what they're challenging President Biden with now. You see, he's not cognitive. His, his, his recall is not there. I mean, and Trump was cognitive? Well, Trump was cognitive, but in a wrong way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are sure what Trump was cognitive, yeah. eh? in, a, in any right way or wrong? Yeah. Trump was just well, crazy. Well, when I say cognitive, I'm being, I'm being facetious there, though. But what I'm saying to you is that we need to give these folks a term limit because that's face facts. You, in the public life, since you're in the 20s, you're in the 80s, you know, you, 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 you want to do something different. You, you, your cognitive abilities have become depreciated. It's a fact of life. It has gone down, okay? Yes, these justices have some brilliant folks below them, and I know several of them, brilliant, brilliant young attorneys who work for them. But at the end of the day, they are the top dogs. I am saying give them a term limit. T equal X, 20, 30, whatever. I don't know what it is. We can discuss that. So that they know that they cannot influence this for life. Guys like Clarence Thomas, he will go until he's 100. And he will continue to influence the court by, by, with, his, with his beautiful decisions. <laughs> so I'm just saying, His what? I have to be very careful. Very beautiful decision. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to I have to choose my words carefully because I yep. know these lines are monitored. But I'm just saying that. Well, you're not broadcast media, you know, so you have to be monitored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and I'm not anti any one of them. Okay, I think they all have done a phenomenal job in their own way. They all have represented what their beliefs are. May not, may not be legal, they may not follow the rule of the law, but they have all done a job. But I say give them. If the president can have a two-term limit, and he, he or she is the most powerful person in the world, why can't a Supreme Court judge have a four-term limit? Why? I know the framers intended whatever. They didn't intend it to be this way. 
But right. I'm saying to you, I think that will make a big difference in it, in that now you know that there's new blood coming up. Now you know I don't have to wait for someone to retire or die. So I know in 20 years or whatever, I'll be out of 30 years. Whatever. And 20 years is a long time. Yeah. I think 20 is a very long time. That's All, right. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. You determine what TV people do. Gentlemen, have a wonderful day. All Stay right. Well. Thank you. You too. All the best. Be safe. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yeah. Well, I, I did enjoy that long analysis of the Supreme Court situation in the U.S. Um, but I, I normally am not that interested, but it, it some valuable insights there. Um, you know, I want to go back to the last war with Priyanka Lala. I think it's great that young people are stepping forward more and more in Trinidad and Tobago. But, you know, I don't see anything wrong with the fact that my parents enlisted our help when we were little children, as, as it was in Trinidad and Tobago at the time, in whatever they were doing. Because that is what has given the foundation for me to live how I'm living now. And I could build my house. And my, none of my brothers and sisters and cousins and this one and that one, they had one a house from ESA. And some of them worked in the public service. We had one a house from Suta. We had one a house from ECC. You know, we lived a different way. We assisted our parents in Cain and Rice. Cain brought in some cash. Not much, but cash, so you could buy stuff. And the rice, we ate and we fed chickens and what have you. Got eggs as well. And we lived in a particular way. We also had to tote water up a hill through a cane field. Who would tote that water? You know, 8 o'clock in the night, my mother was washing clothes in a tub with a flambeau nearby. When would she get to tote water? She was hustling from market to market. Sometimes uh, one of the children was with her, but that would be me mostly. And it is that. And, it w and, and I was very comfortable to be with my family, to be with the people from the village that they employed, to be assisting. I learned some skills there. I would eventually buy and sell stuff myself. And, you know, I am just saying we have to understand the difference between hiring out a child to work for people and assisting your parents in whatever they are doing, you know, in their agriculture, in their little market work, in whatever you have to do around the house, and so on. Um, I feel very pleased that it has all worked out exactly as they had planned. It could have gone further, but they had a cap on it, and, you know, and then they would retire, and that happened. And we are fine with it. I'm happy about the whole thing. Thank you. All right. All right. I'm, I'm supporting that position Mr. Pinal has, to, which is why I raised the issue of it. You understand? I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of that. Because there are many success stories of children who would have assisted their parents back in the day in terms of their, their, their business and vending or whatever, whatever type of business it was back in the day. All right. Uh, eight minutes before the hour of nine o'clock, uh, Rich Rampage has a question for you. Hey there, Rich. Rampage says, morning, Steve. Ask Richard to respond to Cindy about the serious issues she has raised. 
is not always black and white when it comes to disciplining children. That's from Rampage. Question to you, Rich. What issue, what, what issue Cindy raised with regard to that? She raised the issue of people in the market. And she raised the issue of, you know, children, but she didn't... If you're asking my opinion about corporal punishment, it should completely be banned. Parents should not have the right to beat their children. I've articulated that for years. I will continue to articulate it again. Who vex? I don't care. That is my position. Yeah. I think that is what the person trying to provoke. Yeah. That's my position. A change in your position. I think that is what no, the No, people should, should be clear on my, my positions when I hold positions and stuff. It's well thought out, you know. Mm. I don't really, I don't just come up with a position. It's a position that I've looked at and studied and growing up and, and things that I analyze and question. I've always been a questioning little boy growing up, huh? mm. which is why my parents always said I was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Even though I've always said I'm more of an actor than I'm a lawyer. Mm. But, and then he decided <laughs> to do both. Well, but, it's um, kind of one and the same, not so? <laughs> not Lawyers always. are very good actors, you know. They can be at times. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I have I have positions that I have thought out, thought out, and I'm and I am absolutely against corporal punishment for children by parents. Parents should not have the right to beat their children. Mm. <laughs> Steve, going back quickly to that Macoya PBR traffic light. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know how I've seen the accidents. Right, I've seen I've experienced accidents in that area, and up to now I put it down to just plain recklessness you know because the only the only place that you have visibility issues is coming from north to south on the mccoy yeah i think it's a more a question of um drivers not paying attention and uh, let me bring up a point let me bring up a point Hmm. on uh friday evening i had to come into port of spain briefly so i am I just passed the market, I'm in the extreme right lane, and I realized that the car in front of me is going left and right and left and right. And when I mean left and right, he's staying within the right lane, but he's swooping left and right. And I'm saying to myself, well, this guy is drunk, not knowing. So I look closely, and he has his his phone in the middle on a stand in the middle of the, the dashboard. And he's on the phone checking messages or whatever the case may be. At one point, gentlemen, just after the, the the port of Port of Spain, the Indian ferry, you know what he did? He was on his phone and came to a complete stop on the right lane. Mm-hmm. And he was deciding to check messages until I blew my horn and a couple other cars blew, blew their horn and then he drove off. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, you know... When you watch the latest accident by McCoy and PBR, with that pickup mm-hmm. coming west, but you on see, the bus, yeah, look at how much time that light. Look at how much green, um, cars had passed through the green light on the on the McCoy road yeah. side, and he just literally so it, he had to be have been distracted with something. Yeah, yeah. Look, so look, look, just, look. The accident my good friend got into at McCoy intersection it was at a max. He was heading east and decided to turn right, which means heading south. And he overestimated. Uh, um, he underestimated the distance of the vehicle coming. Mm. You know, but I, I believe, and you see that Curab traffic light, that Curab Junction traffic light, needs some because 
there are so many lights in that area that the traffic lights are the same height. Mm-hmm. And the maxis um, always stop at the junction itself. You also have the, 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 the taxi drivers trying to call passengers over. So it's a very busy intersection that is poor, that intersection is poorly lit, including the the walk over the, the street the, the walking um walking path. Mm-hmm. It is it is totally dim in that area. And for such high traffic of pedestrians and and vehicles, it should be lit with a better lighting for the tra- uh, traffic lights. That's just my two cents on it. Um, but he, every time you go to that Kirab Junction, you, you oh, have to go to that. Steve is the counselor for the Kirab now, you know. That's right. That's right. I, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that's come by me now for that. You would not believe. Steve is the counselor for Kirab now, you know. I am the counselor. Just the other day, um, uh, Minister Gonzalez and myself, Gonzalez was having a, a WhatsApp chat. And he said the same thing. I was like, hmm? Mm-mm. 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 You know, I just like, like to see that? things done. I mean, you know, look, McEnroy Street and is it Joyo Street? They've had a barrel. There's a sinkhole and a barrel is in the, in the section. But not one person could see to get that rectified. Not a councillor, not a member of parliament, nobody. So it just stays right there. Which one is Mandela? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, after all these years with Wendell, I'm working at, you know. The counselor now? <sighs> Great day, be safe. Wait, hold on. Somebody it? talking about mangoes here. Uh, Central Animal Lover says, good morning all. Richard, what type of mangoes is that on the tree in front of your house? Are they, are they ripe as yet? Asking for a friend. What connection does Watson Duke have to what? Seven trend? Okay, what kind of mango tree in front of your house, Richard? Um, I don't really have a. There's a mango tree um, in the neighbor's yard. Oh, we're leaning over. <laughs> so, I think it's starch. Oh, I'm looking for a long mango so to some, make chow. So, some actually fall over into my yard. And, um, and of course, a lot, uh, uh, a lot of those mangoes, of course, are attacked by birds because they're endless birds. Yeah, a lot of birds. Birds must eat. Get a lot of it. There you go, Central Animal Lover. Gentlemen, let's adios until hump day Wednesday tomorrow. All right, so Trinidad Tobago, have a fantastic day. Just reminding you that ladies' room is on at Cipriani College this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, The box office at Cipriani College opens from 12 noon tomorrow. So box office at Cipriani College opens from 12 noon. And of course, tickets available at Antony's Florals in Valpark Shopping Plaza below Chinese Valpark Chinese Restaurant. Electronics Arima, Offensive Marabella, Southern Main Road in Chagonas, Jabili Rawi in Tunapuna, next door to Hussein's Woody Shop, Offensive Marabella in Piaco Plaza, Piaco, K Squared Fashions in the Falls and West Mall, ground floor opposite Optometrist today, and the Pet Butler mm-hmm. on Harris Street in Curet. So have all a fantastic right. day, people. Of course, the ad for Ladies' Room is in the extra city on page 15, so you can see all of that information that I just rattled off. But the box office opens tomorrow at Cipriani College from 12 noon. Have a great one. Be safe, whatever you do. And remember to smile and laugh. It's good for your health. Yeah. Morning, morning, morning. And hello, um, 
to you wonderful people listening to us out there, someone in particular who messaged to say that they're listening. Folks, have a wonderful day. Remember to let go and let All right, gentlemen, have a good day. Be safe in all that you do. I always say that. You have to be safe. Even, even in your driving, you have to be safe. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.